I'm Alex Tulay, and this is Vision Vibes. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of NHK World Japan's interview series, Direct Talk. There have been many stories throughout my life that have left a lasting impression. One of the strongest was Harry Potter. I picked up the first three books as a bundle when I was 10 years old. The reason I remember them so vividly is because Harry discovers he's a wizard on his 11th birthday. Sadly, my invitation to Hogwarts never came. But there's something special about stories with relatable heroes. The plot and characters resonate so much more when we identify with their experience. What I didn't realize for a long time was that the characters I grew up relating to weren't relatable to other kids my age. Representation in the arts matters. We live in a diverse society. It's only natural for the stories we tell to reflect that diversity. Today's guest has made it his mission to add and amplify underrepresented voices in the film industry. Bill Kramer is the new CEO of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. The Academy has come under great criticism in recent years for its lack of diverse representation. How does Bill hope to turn that image around and better represent the international community of movie lovers? Let's join narrator Stuart Varnum Atkin and find out on today's episode of Vision Vibes. Every year, the Academy Award ceremony attracts huge attention from around the world. In 2020, more Korean movies made a presence. In 2021, the first Asian woman won Best Director. And in 2022, a film featuring mainly deaf actors won Best Picture. Lately, the Academy Awards have been getting more diversified than ever before. Bill Kramer has been tapped as the new CEO of the transforming Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. After being highly evaluated for successfully opening the Academy Museum in 2021, He's assuming this expanded role. It was an evolution. We were iterating, we evolved, we are a living, breathing project, and I think that evolution was needed. We will ask Bill how he headed up the museum that reflects the time and leads the way with the concept of diversity. So, taking over as CEO of the Academy. Um, you know, after running the museum and opening the museum, to me, is just an elevation of all of the work we've been doing in the museum. We're all about preserving our film history, ensuring that we have a healthy and diverse film history, and really getting people back to the theaters, interested in watching movies. Um, and really, you know, exploring our global film community. My aspirations running the museum have now been just elevated、uh, in my role as CEO of the Academy. The Academy Museum of Motion Pictures, which had been one of the biggest dreams of the Hollywood film industry, finally opened in Los Angeles in September 2021 after many years of preparations. Bill's principle has apparently been adapted throughout the museum. He shows us round. So this is the incredible Spike Lee Gallery. We worked with Spike to bring his collection. So you learn about who Spike is, and then you see it reflected in his movies. We have access to the world's largest film-related collection, 
but also we have access to over 10,000 international film artists and professionals. So these are our resources. These are our tools. This gallery, one of Bill's favorites, features the acceptance speeches of past Oscar winners projected on the wall. I just love walking into that gallery and seeing so many visitors just stop in their tracks, watch these speeches, get emotional. It tugs at your heartstring. It humanizes the experience of the Oscars and you learn about their story. And this is the gallery that reflects his and the Academy's strong commitment. 20 Oscars of historical significance are on display here. They are the actual Oscars received by the winners, but one seems to be missing. What's really, I think, captivating, people really remember this space. We left this vitrine empty. Hattie McDaniel won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for Gone with the Wind. In 1940, Hattie McDaniel became the first African-American to win an Oscar. Today, her Academy Award of Merit is missing, but nonetheless, her Best Supporting Actress Award is commemorated here. Bill explains the intention of this display. I think the absence also highlights the challenges that black actors have faced in the industry. Um, so it's very symbolic and very powerful. Bill reflects on the discriminatory treatment she had to endure on the day of celebration. I think it was extremely challenging. Um, the ceremony was in a segregated space, so she had to sit in the back of the room, even though she was winning an Oscar that night. So you know, no matter how much she was lauded and celebrated for this performance, she was still treated differently. Um, and I think that was very painful for her. And any black actor, any BIPOC actor, actress, artist, for many, many decades, and this sparks a lot of that discussion. The museum exhibits other negative aspects of the industry's legacy. These racially stereotyped foundation makeups were designated for use by Caucasian actors and actresses playing characters such as Chinese or Tahitian. Why does the Academy Museum openly exhibit such items that expose its not so celebratory past? When we talk about our history, we wanted to be honest and transparent. So our goal in those moments is not to shock or to alienate, um, but to draw people closer, to learn more about our industry. And these were different times. There was different context to all of the decisions that were made back then. Our job is to highlight that uh, and to create a space where we can talk about it safely and heal if it's something that's traumatized you or a member of your family or your community. So we want this to be positive and healing and exciting. And I think honesty gets us there. William Kramer was born in 1968 in Tucson, Maryland, into a movie-loving family. Well, film has been a love my whole life. I've been a massive consumer when I was younger, I didn't think, oh, I'm going to move to Los Angeles and be in the movies, even though it's all I thought about and it's all I really loved. He received a bachelor's degree in business administration at the University of Texas 
and a Master of Urban Planning at New York University and joined the Metropolitan Transport Authority in New York. But his career took off when he used his fundraising skills for the Sundance Institute and became the Academy Museum's Managing Director of Development and External Relations. When I was hired here in 2012, it felt like everything moved to one place. So I was able to bring fundraising, a love of film, and my urban planning background to this project. And it was a dream. I, I couldn't have created a better confluence of tasks and responsibilities. Bill's sincere and diplomatic nature helped him successfully complete the fundraising mission, and he left the Academy Museum in 2016. But soon after that, turmoil rattled Hollywood. It was the Oscar So White social justice campaign. In 2016, for the second year in a row, no acting nominations went to people of colour. As the criticism grew and the hashtag Oscar So White went viral, many members of the Academy boycotted the award ceremony. Together with the Me Too movement fighting sexual harassment, the criticism of the Hollywood film industry intensified. So I, I was not at the Academy at that point, but of course I followed it closely. Um, it didn't surprise me. I, I think it was something that had to be said. Uh, it was a moment where we were looking at the industry and questioning why is that the case? As we diversify our Academy membership, if we're still seeing non-diverse selections and categories, we need the industry to better reflect who we are as a country and a world. So um, I think the world has shifted in ways that have uh, informed this project in very positive ways. However, opinions on how the museum should look were divided among the Academy's more than 10,000 members. It was already way past the original opening date of 2017, and the project was suffering from a huge cost overrun. Then, in 2019, Bill Kramer was asked to return as the new museum director to rescue the museum project that was on the verge of collapse. Even though it might further push back the schedule, what he did first was to listen to the Academy members. He created an environment where they could voice their opinions on the project. So we set up a variety of committees. One was the Inclusion Advisory Committee um, that is uh, made up of Black, Indigenous, AAPI, LGBTQ, um, MENA, uh, members of the disability community, disabled community, to help us ensure that our exhibitions told diverse, inclusive stories celebratory stories as well, but also addressed things like lack of female representation, Oscars so white, uh, you know, racist hair and makeup, some things th that uh, have been components of our past um, that we are less proud of. We did surface a lot of those components and will continue to do so because we want to tell an honest, complete story of our film history. In addition to this policy, the museum shifted from its original concept of presenting film history chronologically to showing dynamically how film has evolved along with society. Moreover, galleries are rotated every few months so that many stories can be told over time. As for fundraising, Bill's positive narrative skills successfully brought additional contribution commitments and the project was back on track. 
But now we can't help but wonder, how did all the talented and not-so-shy Academy members react to all these drastic changes to the plan? <laughs> we, we have over 10,000 members, so it's over 10,000 opinions. It's safe to say that not everyone agrees on everything all the time. So there are always moments of conversation, debate. You know, I think whenever you're telling a narrative that is not the traditional narrative that we've engaged with for decades, there are moments where people feel a little surprised or concerned, um, but that's not been the overwhelming response to this. So what I've seen, my experience has been that if there is any resistance to this, once they engage with the content, they feel much differently. And I think everyone wants honesty, right? These are honest, clear, transparent moments. Um, and again, also celebratory moments. And I think people love that combination. It feels real. Nearly 10 years after the project first got underway, the museum finally opened in 2021. Why did this project take so long to come together? You know, we were really making it up from scratch, and that's so exciting. So I think that period of time was needed, and it's not an unusually long period of time to make something of this scale, 300,000 square feet, a reality. And what we're hearing and seeing is that the public is really responding well to this. I still can't believe it. I can't believe I got to play in this space and still get to. So I'm, I'm very, very lucky, and I know that and really feel very lucky and very humbled by being able to do all of this. Bill Kramer became the new CEO of the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences in July 2022, nine months after the museum opened. The Academy is still facing various challenges, such as the low viewership ratings of the award ceremony, reverse bias caused by aggressive diversity initiatives, and the decline of the industry itself. But with his proven leadership at the museum, Bill is ready to tackle these new challenges. And I know as CEO of the Academy, not every day is going to be easy, but I'm, I was confident about this project, I'm confident about our future. Um, and I, I think we're living with the proof that we were able to do this and do it well. We can see Bill's determination as a leader in his precious motto. There we go. Enter and navigate with clarity, compassion and consistency. Clarity and consistency, I think, you know, there's a lot of chaos and noise in the world. And I think as a leader, um, allowing people to feel safe and secure and understood stems from clarity and consistency. It doesn't mean that you don't pivot when you need to, you stay open. And the middle word, compassion. We're working together in high pressure moments um, around a lot of uh, needs and demands, and I think ensuring that you're being human and listening to your team and your colleagues, leading with compassion and bringing people close and being human is the only way to do it. I love this place, it's my baby, it's our baby, it's the, the collective film industry's baby. These are dream jobs for me.
enter and navigate with clarity, compassion, and consistency. In a chaotic and critical environment like that of popular culture, it's easy to become cynical. With social media amplifying every voice on the internet, you'll always find plenty of negative reviews for every movie out there. The role of the motion picture industry is to find balance, ignore the noise, keep what's great from the past, but add to it new, richer, more diverse storytelling. Showcase faces and experiences that wouldn't have been showcased a few decades ago, but without resorting to cliches and tokenism. In 1939, Hattie McDaniel, a black woman, won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Gone with the Wind. For copyright reasons, we had to cut her acceptance speech from this podcast. In that speech, she said, I sincerely hope I shall always be a credit to my race and to the motion picture industry. My heart is too full to tell you just how I feel. And may I say thank you, and God bless. The recognition of Hattie's talent resonated with an entire generation, as does every award given to any actress or actor whose story isn't usually projected onto the silver screen. It says, your story matters. Your life matters. People want to hear what you have to say. It's our job to create a society that's interested in diverse stories, a society that listens. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I've been Alex Delay. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.